0: Welcome back to Stink Anarchy. I have such an amazing brand today. I'm so excited about this because if any of you have been following my posts on my Dermal Unity account, you already know that I've already endorsed this brand as the brand when you're dealing with your microbiome. There is nothing better out there in the industry. I've tested it. I've tried it. I've looked at the ingredients, but I'm going to dive into all that. But without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to the founder of Editrix, well, co-founder, Dahlia Devcota. Welcome to the show, Dahlia. I'm so, so excited about this.
1: Thank you, Actus. So it's such a pleasure to be on your show. I've been a longtime listener, so this is so fun for me.
0: Oh my gosh, it's such an honor to host you. I'm such a fan. And I know that we've been like chatting and I've been like raving to you, you know, as much as I can. Um, For everyone listening, I even told my father, who is like in the field of my, the microbiome and microbiology and stuff. And even he's a huge fan of the brand. So I can't wait to learn from you today, Dahlia. I just want to get us honor. started. <laughs> Honored to hear. I, I, no it's 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 you know I mean if it's good it's good right if it's yeah. if it's real science it's real science and everybody knows that you know for all the scientists listening you all know that when we find something that's like a eureka moment it's like okay you know we got to tell the whole world about it so that's how I feel but I want to I want to actually get started Dahlia and have you walk us down memory lane tell me all about how editing started um where the innovation and the vision came from all that good stuff
1: Well, it was really an organic process. I did not set out to start a brand. Um, I really started out as a beauty editor. So I came from the editorial space, Um, did it for a number of years. I worked at Allure, I was a beauty editor at W um, and really felt like I had seen everything, had tried so much and got a bit disillusioned, stepped away from the industry for a while. Um, And at the same time, my sister was getting her PhD at Harvard um, in the microbiome space. So as I was stepping away, I was also watching her research. um, We're quite close and got really fascinated with the discoveries she was making. So I really was just, I I would just ask her a lot of questions. You know, I am a journalist by training um, and I kept asking and asking. And then finally I was just, you know, beauty pulled me back. I saw a white space in the market. Um, I just felt like skin wasn't being addressed through this pathway in, in a real scientific way. Um, so I really, I just asked her, I was like, can we go into R and D together and let's just see what we discover. And she was gracious enough to do this with me. She opened up her lab. She, um, lent her postdoc students and we went two years in R and D, um, really not knowing what we would discover. And I didn't really even have a brand formulated. I just wanted to know how this would affect the skin. Um, And so through that process, we discovered um, a really unique bacteria that everyone has on their skin. um, It's Staphylococcus epidermidis. um, And it is one of the most beneficial bacteria that bacterium that most people have on their skin, but often gets diminished for a variety of reasons that we can discuss later. Um, so we, we really just cultured this bacterium and we grew it in the lab and we, um, we extracted all the postbiotics. We didn't know at the time what we would find, but once we did the testing, we found about 200 ingredients, um, that are beneficial for skin. So on my, on my inky list, what you'll see is one ingredient, which is S epidermidis, uh, but it really represents 200 ingredients.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that it's, it, it's crazy to me to like, imagine how you put this really together, because I fully believe you that you, I mean, it's crazy in the sense of like, if anybody listening knows anything about the microbiome or microbiology, you understand that there is so much research that goes behind formulating or not even formulating. Let's take it a step back, understanding what the microbiome is. Yeah, and we're especially
1: still We're still discovering. Yeah. I mean, we're really on the precipice of this knowledge and sorry to interrupt you, but it's, I don't want to claim that we have like unlocked every truth of the microbiome. I think we are scratching the surface um, and there's going to be new research. And I think we will evolve with the research and the science as it comes up.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think you guys are at a great place. You've started at a great place here. You know, you've done um, a lot already. And I, you know, I've used the line, I've been uh, a huge fan for a reason. I think, you know, one of the things that I think stood out for me with Editrix was that as soon as I like the first day that I used the brand. So for everyone listening, um, you know when you when you experience the line, you want to buy the whole brand, okay, the whole line because it, it works together. And one of the steps, it's I, I believe it's step number two. Um, mm-hmm. it's a spray-on kind of serum, and you can. Actually, tell, actually number three. <laughs> that's three. Okay, okay, that's three. There's one step I was going to say. There's one step, and it's a spray-on. And I remember I had texted Dolly, and I was like, "This is brilliant because you guys have." covered everything. The microbiome, one of the biggest pet peeves I have for brands that are out there already is that you have things that are, you you apply them to your hands and then you have to put it on your face. And I'm like, well, you're just already contaminating the product. So it doesn't even make sense. You know what I mean? So you're, I mean, if you, if you think about it, you're dealing with bacteria, micro, you know, microorganisms. So you don't want anything to be touching that product, um, as it goes onto your skin first, because that's where all the real, you know, it's, you want it to be as pure as possible is my point. Right. So that in itself was impressive to me as a consumer. But then as a scientist, I like how you've divided it into steps. And I like that you've basically made it to where you're cleansing your skin, then you prime your skin, then you're nourishing your skin with the, you know, the actual broth, which is step number three. And then you're actually putting something on top of it, which is a moisturizer. So it's a very, very well thought out plan. And that's where I'm just like, you know, this is how you do it. I mean, if you really think about the skin, I always use this analogy. It's like a Petri dish of cells. You know, you want to put the right stuff on top in layers and then let those cells absorb all that in and then work with what there is. You know what I mean? So I just think it's brilliant. Thank
1: you. So there was a very clear reason why we did four steps. And, you know, some people think a cleansing step is a bit of a throwaway step. And Mm. that is really where your routine can go off the rails. So, you know, our skin thrives in a slightly acidic environment. So studies even show that something as low as a 4.3 is where your skin is the most vibrant. It can host a really robust microbiome. Um, Bacteria, the good bacteria in your skin thrives in acidity. Pathogens thrive in alkalinity. So when you're washing your face which is the very first step most cleansers are very alkaline. So some people may even use soap on their face. That is at a pH 10 11. That is so alkaline you are you are decimating your microbiome. Um, even cleansers that say they're pH balanced that's going to be around a 6 to a 7. That is still too alkaline. So Yeah. So the reason we have this cleansing step is it's bringing your skin back to the pH of where it should be. It's where young skin is. Like if you look at the skin of a kid, their skin is acidic. Um, It's what holds moisture in. It's what um, it's what prevents um, fine lines. It's all that good stuff that we want on the skin. It's that sebum. It's the, you know, it's the sweat and the sebum that really make up that acid mantle. So the first two steps are about preserving what you have. And then the last two steps are really building on that microbiome. And then also the anti-aging component. So people always ask me, like, if I had to choose one step, what would it be? It's really hard to choose because unless you're starting off with a proper cleanser, you know, I could say the serum, but, and you're probably getting the most bang for your buck with the serum. But if you're cleansing with something that's alkaline, the serum has to work that much harder to get you back to you know homeostasis.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I really don't encourage buying one step of this line. I really and all scientific inspired lines. You know what I mean? I really don't encourage that either because I think people need to start understanding that when you're approaching skin health you have to use products that are in synchrony with each other, okay? So when you're approaching, for example, Editrix is focused on the microbiome, they're focused on the overall, um, like, you know, like Dahlia described here, they're looking at several components of your skin, including the skin barrier, the acid mantle, the pH levels that maintain your acid mantle, you know, all of these different components. And you cannot expect this balancing to occur if you're only focusing on one of their products. You have to actually go through the the regimen. You know, I always tell people, you know, your skin is, it's a health think that you're approaching it's not beauty okay beauty yeah it falls under beauty but it's it's real science here you guys and especially you know if you want to you know we have so much buzz in the industry about the microbiome this microbiome that I mean I'm with it but at the end of the day if you want to if you want a brand that's doing it properly here you go but you have to actually you. you know But they have to actually follow the routine, right? It's like, that's the point. It's like, you have to actually follow the protocol. And that's how every single thing in science works. You follow a protocol. If I was in a lab and I was culturing bacteria and I was saying, well, I'm only going to treat them like with this one day, they'd be dead. You know what I mean? The next day, like you have to- Right. So it's like, it's an idea that I think we need to really carry over to our own wellness is this idea of, we have to learn to stick to things and we have to learn to like really give brands the due diligence that they deserve. So here I'm, you know, we were talking about a great brand. So if you guys are looking right now on the website or, you know, Googling it, I want you to go through and see the, like, you know, read up on like the philosophy and the real science behind why these products work together. That's my genuine, you know, suggestion to all listeners always, but, um, I you think know. As
1: consumers, we have, you know, there is a thrill to buying new beauty products. Um, mm-hmm. I think the deep embedded consumerist in all of us, we love walking to a store, finding pretty packaging, pretty bottles, trying new things. And so much of it's hope in a jar, you know, it's, it's that quick fix that we're always looking for. And I always say, this is beating your skin into submission. Cause yes, you might find products that, you know, will give you that glossy, you know, exfoliated look. And yes, it might look amazing for one day, but repeated use of something like that is actually damaging your skin. Anything that you're going to see a result from day one is probably just a temporary fleeting thing. You know, true skin health is a regimen, is a commitment, and it's something that you see over time. Like I'm actually going to post in the next day or two pictures of my own skin from the beginning of this journey to the end. And it's, I actually cr- it's so crazy. I I suffer from melasma, you know, some freckles and you know, I'm getting up there I'm in my late 40s and the transformation in my skin in the last few years, it's probably the best my skin has ever been. I've I really don't wear makeup anymore it's amazing when you really follow the the pathway that your skin um, will respond to, what it will do for you. Your skin will naturally anti-age, your skin will naturally even out pigmentation. It will do all the things that we sort of hope um, formulations will do. So I really editrix is like really guiding the skin versus trying to override the skin.
0: And see, that's, that's perfect. I love that you said it like that. And I love that you explained it. that's exactly it. You know, Dahlia, I think that that's where the disconnect is between understanding and and, and knowledge, you know what I mean? And then application of that for consumers, yeah. because I think that what we often want, we want this quick fix, right? We, everybody does human nature. We all want a quick right. fix, but at the end of the day, um, you want something that's going to help you know, people talk about anti-aging. Well, let's talk about what anti-aging is and the role of bacteria in in aging. You know, it's like when you think about bacteria, like I know a lot of us don't understand this and we, we're not really, you know, that interested in reading a bunch of papers, you know, <laughs> like right, right. But, but one thing that I, I really want to make sure that everyone understands is that bacteria in your body, no matter where they are, the microbiome is a phenomena or a, a thing that is applicable to every organ. Okay, let's just get that out of the way. And then when we talk about their role, um, it's really important to understand that the the metabolites that they produce and the way that they break down things and chemicals that we ingest or things that we put on topically, that is all part of what we consider to be the, the products that eventually turn on signaling pathways that leads to things that 100%. are conducive of anti-aging. You know what I mean? So, Not the, so, that, yeah. so, I,
1: so you know, my sister is, you know, she runs the Human Microbiome Research Institute at Cedar sinai here in Los Angeles. And yeah. forget the skin. Like that's, I think if you really look at what bacteria is doing inside of our body, it is in the gut. It is determining, like science is showing us it's determining obesity, um, yep. disease, I'm sure cancers. And if we can understand how to harness bacteria for good, I mean, that can really change the way we look at disease. Um, topically, I mean, I've been hearing from customers, this is actually curing eczema they've had for years, dermatitis. It's bringing things back into balance. And, you know, I've after researching this and really understanding, it's hard for me to believe that we ignore the microbiome to the extent that we do. I mean it's really the first pathway that we interact with, you know, the outside world, the inside world. It has its own immune system. Um it's it's almost magical not to sound um not No, to- that's true. I just that's think it's true. A, yeah, it's this invisible world that lives on us but interacts deeply with us. Um and determines so much of our inner and outer health. So
0: no, you know, 100% Dahlia. And I think it's, you said it beautifully. And I agree with you 100%. So, it was my father? My father, I know I've said this many times on this podcast. So, but please excuse me for everyone listening who's <laughs> heard me say this about 50 million times. But he always told me, I remember to this day, he told me, your microbiome is just like your fingerprint. Yeah. It's unique. It's unique to everybody. It will never be something. We're more bacteria than we are actual human cells. We are. We you are I mean? 95% That's- bacteria. Exactly. There you go. And that's exactly why I'm sitting here with you and really... I'm behind the brand because I get it. The way you you and your sister are approaching this, and the way the whole brand is set up, this is how you approach the microbiome. The microbiome is not supposed to be approached by one serum made by some random brand out in Norway, okay? And they're just like, oh, here you go. Put the serum on your face and everything's going to be balanced. No, your bacteria are constantly evolving. They're constantly changing. They need You need to keep up with them. And to keep up with them, you need the right ingredients and the right set of products. And it's not going to be one, It's not. So you have to really, that's why I say you got to go through the system. Now that makes me um, come to a point I really want to ask you about, and that's how much time this took, Dahlia. How much time did you guys pour into like just, even with the first product, you know, like coming out with it and like, you know, really properly formulating it to where you were satisfied with what it was doing?
1: Well, I would say we developed all, well, I, so my sister helped me with R&D. She's not, she's not part of the company. She is very much uh, the scientific backbone of the brand, but um, I would say it took me about two years of just hardcore research. Um, And then we developed all four products at the exact same same time because it was developed as a system. We were, we were understanding that if your acid mantle is depleted, you will not have um, biodiversity of your microbiome, because if your skin is alkaline and you've diminished that acidic um, home of the microbiome, you're not going to be able to host a lot of uh, biodiversity on the skin. So we really saw this right away as a system. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I would say two years and we're still in the patent pending process. So these ingredients that we discovered, we still are working with patent attorneys. So it's still an ongoing process. But I would say I'm very committed to keeping this a very tight line. The four uh, core products are pretty much going to stay the way they are because, you know, one thing we haven't talked about is that part of what really decimates your microbiome is a lot of chemical confusion from too many beauty products. Yeah. So, you know, all these like 10 step this and layer upon layer of serum, it really does cause a lot of confusion and chemical just inner is unneeded. And so, and so this is about keeping things minimalist, keeping it super clean and just doing just the bare minimum you need to get your skin back to homeostasis.
0: Well, yeah. And I, and I actually want to, I want you to go through each of the four um, steps. Like I want you to walk us through each of the four steps. We talked about the cleansing, Mm -hmm. which we discussed, you know, clearly everybody, we need to cleanse our skin no matter what, you know, so. So we yep. start with
1: Demigod, which is an Ayurvedic oil cleanser. Um, and this one doesn't have any of the postbiotics or prebiotics. This is very much rooted in Ayurveda. I'm half Nepalese. It's very much part of my culture. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. And so it's, you know, oil cleansing is very much a part of Ayurveda. This is the premise that like attracts like. So if you have excess oil on the skin and you're using a water-based cleanser, it's not going to effectively remove that oil the way an oil will. So a lot of cleansers really rely on, uh, harsh surfactants to cut through grease and oil where an oil cleanser just completely removes it. Cause like attracts like, so that's yeah. the premise for starting with an oil. And that's just filled with, um, just amazing um, camellia japonica and sea buckthorn and jasmine oil It's just very luxurious and but also super light so people that have acne that are scared of oils this completely it i mean you could, i use it as a body moisturizer it does not leave anything greasy just um because of really bioidentical oils um and then the second step is does it means second in french people are like what are these names i can't <laughs> So it's, I love them. I think they're so cool. No, I love them. I know. So it's Diziam, It's second in French. It's the second step, and um, it's a waterless foaming cleanser. And the reason I don't put any water in any of my formulations is because you know a lot of formulations out there will use sixty to ninety percent water as the base. And yeah. I really feel like that's a waste of room and it cheapens the product. So I really substitute water for uh, rice bran water. So we take an ingredient that's extracted from the inside of rice bran. And I don't know if you guys know, but rice is one of the most healing ingredients you can ever use on the skin. Yeah. Extremely yeah. aging. There's a reason they use it so heavily in Asia. Um, so the foaming cleanser is a rice water based, um, um, cleanser, and it has a lot of postbiotics. It has a pretty acidic pH to keep it, you know, in line with the acid mantle. So just those two steps alone, you've really primed the skin for just receiving, you know, the postbiotics that we have invented. Um, the third step is suprare, that is Latin. It means to overcome, and this is, um, really that mega dose of postbiotics. Um, Actually, we didn't touch on this other ingredient that we created, we use a yeast called galactomyces, and galactomyces is the yeast that's used in sake fermentation, it's known to be incredibly anti aging, so we we've taken our proprietary blend of Ayurvedic herbs, um, and we've fermented it with the galactomyces. And the reason we did that is galactomyces on its own is amazing. But once you break down these botanicals with the yeast, you're really breaking down all that plant nutrition. Mm -hmm. Um, So that is a secondary ingredient that we have. It's called liberated botanicals. Um, And so we put all the and then we put this, uh, you know, the postbiotics of what we discovered in the labs, um, you know, from human skin donors. Um, And then we couple that with just amazing skin ingredients like niacinamide, vitamin C, rice bran water. And that is the spray that you were talking about that just really fortifies the skin. It leaves a luster and luminosity to skin. And then the final step is our bacterium delirium skin education serum.
0: I love this name, by the way, Dahlia, this is my favorite name. And I feel like it's like, I'm a gamer. So I feel like I'm going to name my next character in, a, in like an MMO. This okay. for really-
1: It almost started off as I, I was talking to my designer and we're, I was like, we're going through names. And then I was like, would it be crazy if we named it bacterium delirium? And he just died laughing. And I was like, done. <laughs> but it really sums it up because it is just like brimming with all this it's um just brimming with all the postbiotics it also is the product that has the prebiotics so um for the audience that doesn't know prebiotics are the food that your bacteria needs to survive so we use bioidentical prebiotics like um olive squalene really mimics the sebum on your skin yeah so we have prebiotics postbiotics. And then we have a lot of anti-aging ingredients. Um, We replace retinol with Bakuchiol. So all plant-based skin lighteners. um, We replace with um, alpha-arbutin, so it's just chock full of anti-aging and uh, microbiome like nourishing ingredients. And that really is all you need. I I mean, I really wish you could hear the people that have started using this. That I mean, the email I get are crazy. People that yeah. have seen their skin transform in a way they've never seen before. And it's really, and I'm not even saying it's because of additrics, it's because we understand the microbiome.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I I think that it's, it's really something you've really thought about. I mean, you got me when you were talking about galactomyces, you know, I mean, I really want to go back to that point because it's very, very important for people to understand that, you know, um, when, why there is a yeast and what, you know, people don't, I think consumers don't understand the difference between the different microbes found in our skin, right? A lot lot of science and it's, yeah. it's a lot of science. It's a lot of science. But I think it's important to really, like, understand that science. And and here, you know, I really want to focus on that because – you know that is one part, right? One component, but what that's doing is what Dalia said, which is breaking down the things that are on your, you know, that you're feeding your bacteria with, breaking them down so they're actually usable, right? And there, it's anti-inflammatory. It's also very, very good for moisturization. Um, but it's a fungus at the end of It's a yeast. But the reason it's there is because this is the type of micro organism that is needed to be able to break down that size of molecule you know what i mean like that's what people right. so i it think
1: makes it, it makes it penetratable through the skin exactly
0: exactly yeah. and so that's why it needs to be a little bit bigger than bacteria because that's the whole goal here right so it's like people people need to understand there are very specific reasons why you know Dahlia has mentioned certain things and um you know when you're looking at the microbiome or anything that has to do with microbiota you have to understand that they're living organisms and they we have 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 to treat them in a way that allows them to actually do their job so you can't just put a bunch of bacteria on your skin and think that they're going to all of a sudden cause you know balance of your skin barrier no you have to you have to guide them into doing what they're supposed to do you know because these are like you're bringing like external stuff and you're putting it on your skin and now you want it to mesh and like be in synchrony with your normal skin and then also enhance it so to be able to do that you have all of these components and that's why the four-step routine is important because you have to go through priming your skin like we talked about you know what i mean and then right. like making it available so when you spray on the the um like the uh, number three you know the broth it's, right. it's a great it's a wonderful wonderful product and then you put on the bacterium delirium it's all working together now it's to where the bacteria have a optimal environment to you know to really work to do their job you know yes, what i mean i so- think
1: it's important to to note that there's no living bacteria in any of these products so i think yeah. you know, the term Prebiotic, probiotic and postbiotics often get confused. And I think there's a lot of brands out there that say they're probiotic skincare. And I think it's a bit of a misnomer because you can't have living bacteria in a product that has preservatives. You just, that's the whole point of a preservative to make something shelf stable. You have to kill the bacteria. So what we rely and we and, and honestly, a probiotic, even if you did have something that was shelf stable with a living bacteria, there is no science that says putting a bacteria on skin will change the colony of the skin. Yeah, right? You yeah. can't yeah. shift the yeah. colony. So what we rely on is prebiotics, which is feeding what you already have, the nutrition it needs, and postbiotics, which is taking all the benefits of living bacteria, which is, all the metabolites, the vitamins, the amino acids, the cell surface proteins, and renourishing the skin. Because what happens is, you know, through the environment, through chemical confusion, and even through the act of aging, we lose the biodiversity on the skin. So we're naturally losing those metabolites. So that's why we re- rely on postbiotics to renourish the skin. So, so if you see a product that says probiotic skincare, I would just look at the ingredient list and be a little wary because it just it can't possibly exist.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I completely agree with you. And actually, you know, just to add to that, like the post, you're right. And I, I think prebiotic, postbiotic, these terms can't be standing. They can't be uh, standing alone. You have to have a mix. You, you can't just do one step like we keep saying over and over again here you know like bacteria are it's it's a process they're going through you know what I mean you have to nourish them then you have to allow their you know their byproducts to be utilized that's a whole cycle they're going through you can't just feed them and then can keep on feeding them what are you what's going to happen next right. you know what I mean it, it's, right. and going back to your point about there's not one species you can put on your skin and it's going to all of a sudden balance yeah 100 you know why because there's so many species on there and they're going to overpopulate that one species they're going to Decide as a collective group, do we need this or not? And if they don't like it, they're gonna eradicate that species. That's and how, think,
1: yeah. No, sorry to, to add to your point. And like you said, the microbiome is a thumbprint, a fingerprint. It's very unique. So yeah. so we don't know what colonies are sitting on the skin that you really need. But what we do know is that every, everyone's bacteria does need the same kind of nourishment. It feeds off a of sebum. It mm-hmm. feeds off of certain things. And we know that all skin needs certain metabolites, but you know, your, your good bacteria will naturally produce um, lactic acid, like all these amino acids, all skin needs that. Um, but we don't know what the actual colonies are.
0: Yeah, exactly. Cause they're different for everybody. Now, another thing, a point I wanted to really make um, is that there's this phenomenon called becoming dormant. So a lot of the bacteria that we deal with when we're talking about the microbiome, there's this There's this new, you know, just, I guess, understanding in the scientific community that a lot of times because they're not being properly nourished and properly taken care of, like your skin is not being properly taken care of, right? So certain bacterial species will go into a dormant state. So what that does is that's where imbalance comes in, okay? And so when you're talking about a skincare line like Editrix, this is where it's really, really great because what it's doing is it's causing, it's kind of like telling your skin, hey, it's okay to come back to normal. It's okay to go back to your normal homeostasis. So here's everything you need, like you would normally need. And now those bacteria, the likelihood of them coming out of that dormant stage is much higher if you provide them the right environment than if you just don't. You know what I mean? Because dormancy is a response by any cell or organism to a miss. Uh, a, a misfit of environment, okay? That's when we go dormant, whether it's your cells, whether it's bacteria, whether it's animals out in nature, that's when dormancy happens. You know what I mean? So like, um, I think that's a really important concept for people to understand. Is like, if your, your skin microbiome is imbalanced, there might, that might be a factor, you know? And to fix that factor, you have to fix the whole environment. And also I wanted to mention, Dolly, I actually published a little mini article the other day on our Medium blog, and it was about the acidity of skin and how it's not yeah. good enough yeah I, I don't know if you caught it but i I really was waiting to, for us to have this uh this chat because I think it's a great place to bring it up where people now are marketing you know oh hey this pH is you know this or this cleanser is this pH you need this this is what all your skin needs no. You know, this is wrong. And, and the reason I'm saying that now here in this episode is because if you fix your microbiome by first, like, you know, priming your face, like Adalia mentioned with the two cleansers, you're making your, your skin acidic, which is what the skin needs it's then going to allow for that acidity to be balanced on all of the other compartments of your skin so your skin is not just one compartment and right. one acid level it's literally got a subcompartment there're subcompartments like intracellular intracellular subcellular and those all of those compartments have different acid and different phs so when you treat your microbiome and when you treat the bacteria on your skin and allow them to properly grow and flourish they are going to actually aid all those compartments when it comes to maintaining Correct. normal pH in those compartments. So that's why it's important. You know what I mean? So I wanted to bring that up because I think it's so, so important, especially with the microbiome.
1: No, I think that's an amazing point. And you know, what's really interesting too, is, you know, one thing I learned in this process, you know, the skin is not a stagnant thing. It You know, it goes through an aging process and not just from the wrinkles point of view, but the chemistry of skin changes as we age. So, yeah. so even if we're doing everything right, Ecta, Your skin will naturally start getting alkaline as we get up in years. And it's why skin is more prone to sun damage. As we get older, it's why it has more dehydration and more fine lines. It's really because it's getting alkaline and then it's diminishing the skin barrier. So it really is such a simple concept. If we can like wrap our head around it, because if we can like bring the skin down the pH scale, we're solving so many of these problems. 100%.
0: 100%. And, you know, one of the, to me, even help and add to that point you made, Dahlia, it's an excellent point. And the reason we feel that way, the reason we experience alkalinity as we age is because hydrogen, which makes, which is the reason behind something being called acidic, that, that gradient depletes as we age because right. cells break down, because uh, cell structures break down. That's what caused the alcohol, alka- causes the alkalinity. So, it's an entire physiological concept. You know what I mean? That is just how your body works. Your body works off gradients. That's the entire mechanism of every cell in your body. Is it relies on ion gradients, and one of the ions is hydrogen. That's what's going to determine what pH level each cell is. And so, this natural phenomena can be can be you know uh, slowed down because you know if we just keep aiding our skin, keep aiding our cells in getting what they need on a daily basis, you're automatically practicing anti-aging rituals but so I 100% agree with you I think that's a very solid point and I and I really want consumers to get to this to, to this level where they understand how their body works you know what I mean I think that's um, really yeah I, that's really important
1: yeah and I you know I and I'm really like fighting this war against too much intervention on the skin as far as exfoliation through too, too much is too much and I yeah. think at the end of the day, you're thinning your skin. You're making it hypersensitive. You know, a lot of people tell me they have sensitive skin. I'm like, you probably don't have sensitive skin. You've just sensitized your skin. Because um, yeah. um, most people don't have sensitive skin. I mean, obviously there are, you know, spectrums, but most people ha- have pretty normal skin. It's just a matter of what are we doing to it? Um, exactly. You know, sunscreen a whole nother thing I won't get into. Because that's I probably, you'll probably get hate mail, but I'm not a big believer in sunscreen because I do think... Not yet has there been one that has been formulated correctly to jive with the microbiome. A lot of them have, you know, silicones and things that just suffocate the microbiome. And then, you know, if you actually let your microbiome do its thing, it actually has a lot of UV protection.
0: So, yes, yes, it does. Yep.
1: So, you know, there's a lot of just, I think there's just a lot of education that needs to happen. And, you know, even by germs, I hate to say, you know, my husband's a facial plastic surgeon, so I can say this all doctors don't know everything about everything. So, nope. you know, I would say my husband who like, he's a facial classroom, he doesn't know a lot about the microbiome. And this is something, you know, he's dealing with the, the skin of the face, um, but he's dealing with anatomy. So it's just, I think we all can be educated uh, more and more. And again, like I this said, is, the, yeah. the, edu- the information is still rolling out, you know, like the discoveries my sister's making is hap- like I'm seeing papers that are coming out that haven't reached, you know, wide ranging audiences. But I think we are just on the verge of understanding more. So well, that,
0: that that's a very, very good point. And I love that you've said that actually, because you know, very, very early on in this podcast, I actually had an entire rant on the podcast, Dahlia. Honestly, I said, and it was directed towards all of my colleagues that are MDs, DOs. No, you know, and I and I even said it in the in the episode. I said, no hate, man. I get it. I get you guys. We're clinic, we're clinicians, but that's not the answer you know what i mean like what you see in a clinic is not all of reality that's where phds play a role that's where researchers play a role we have to listen to them you know such as your sister people who are on the cutting edge of the discoveries here they are discovering things every single day that we don't even know about yet and by the time that we know about them we're going to be like slapping ourselves in the face like why didn't we listen you know what i mean why didn't we listen because dermatologists don't get that information that stuff is not in textbooks yet it's being made so that it could be eventually be put in textbooks so it's important to look at the whole picture Mm -hmm. you know to look at everyone yeah so i i hear you i completely hear you and i and i completely support everything you said and the sunscreen thing that you said is so on point i'm actually very um, shocked and very excited that you said that, you know, hats off to you. I support you in that claim. Because- me, like,
1: I have three heads when I say this, No, people ask me all the time, they're like what sunscreen do you recommend? I'm like, I'm so sorry to say that I can't recommend one. There may be one out there that I haven't discovered, but uh, out of all the ones that have been available to me, um, you know, I actually see ingredients in there that sensitize the skin. They have citrus oils in them. Sometimes they have yeah they have things that I'm like, why would you put that in a sunscreen? And then, you know, the whole idea of trying to block 100% of UV radiation is impossible. But what we can do is try to negate the negative effects of the sun. And that is something your bacteria can do. I'm not saying 100%, I would avoid the sun. That's my number one recommendation. But I think if someone could come out with a microbiome friendly sunscreen, I think it would win like a Nobel Prize because it's. Oh,
0: yeah. It's-, well, it's, it's not hard to do, actually. You know, I was actually well, talking. To- I'm gonna give you the challenge. <laughs> Don't do it, Dolly. Don't do it. Because the <laughs> next thing you know, I'm gonna quit this podcast and just be working on that. Like, honestly, I just <laughs> I I hear you though. I hear you, man. Like, I was talking to the founder of Alginist, and Rose and I were talking, and she was right on the page with us, man. Oh. It was like she was like, she was like, let me tell you, I told her after a reporting, I literally said to Rose, I was like, you know what? I bet you anything that the more you study study microalgae, you're gonna figure out that there's a freaking chemical that is better than any mineral sunscreen, any chemical sunscreen, because it's actually protective. Why? Because it's from a plant, and it's from, and that's. I really think it's because, you know, when you study things that are exposed to the thing that you're trying to not be exposed to, that's where you're gonna find answers I because. Know. Both- you know what I'm saying? So it's like we were having this whole conversation and she was like, I know. She's like, I'm so excited. And you know, we we had the same conversation pretty much. And I so I'm really on board with that. And also for everyone listening, if you are gonna go with sunscreens, please go with a mineral sunscreen. Just yeah. don't do chemical. Don't do chemical. It doesn't do any, it's not good for you, actually. And I am
1: studies that yeah. show that some of these chemicals in sunscreen are actually cancer causing. So yeah. So yeah, you just have to be careful and just
0: um, well, you yeah, know, do, do what, what's great for you, you know, do yeah. what jives with your skin, but definitely don't think that you have to have a chemical sunscreen. You don't, you know, something where like wearing a hat or wearing like protective clothing can sometimes be better than wearing sunscreen. Yeah, it really okay. can. And
1: That's what I actually yeah. do when people, when I say don't wear sunscreen, at least I, I say I don't wear sunscreen. They're like, oh, but you've got more melanin in your skin. You don't burn. I'm like, that's actually not true. I get really okay. bad melasma. Yeah. I actually burn really badly. Um, but I just avoid the sun. I wear a hat. I just, I don't lay out on the beach. I just, I would rather not put something on my face and avoid the sun than, and than putting chemicals on my face.
0: Exactly. Preventative, preventative. Yeah, exactly. Features. Yeah, no, I agree with you, Dahlia, and I think that you are so, so ahead of your, you know, ahead of the times, and so is Editrix, and I really love the brand, I, am you know, I'm a huge believer in it, I'm a huge believer in the science, I'm a huge believer in the the vision. Well, it means and so that-
1: much to me that you have endorsed it the way that you have, because you truly do understand the science, and, and you understand what the goal is, so that really yeah. means the world to me.
0: No, I I 100% do. And at this point, I've even said it on my, like I said, on my social media, which is private, this is the only brand I'm supporting right now that has to do with the microbiome. I'm sorry. I've I've interviewed so many brands, but this is literally the only one. Because when I saw this brand and when I saw the ingredients and I even talked to my father, which I even said he supported it, that was the biggest, Mm -hmm. you know, for me, for both of us, it was like, okay, this makes sense. When science makes sense, it just makes sense. You don't have to explain it anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. that's what it is. And that's why Editrix for me for, was a eureka moment. When I first tried the line, I was like, this is brilliant. This makes sense. This is what science is—you know has taught me over years to look for. And so I really encourage all of you, if you're a huge you know, um, believer in the microbiome, which you should be, and you want to really help your skin from that angle, this is the only brand I would ever direct you to. Go to, check it out. And if you're going to buy it, you better buy the whole routine. Otherwise you can't be emailing me saying, I did this. And then didn't." no, you got to buy the whole four steps. Well, so I'll say with-
1: this. I will say if, if someone doesn't want to commit to all four steps, because, you know, I understand price is a consideration. If you're doing an oil cleanser on your own that, you know, the ingredients sort of check out, I think you can bypass, you know, maybe, maybe an oil cleanser, you can just use something even an olive oil, I'll say is better than using a traditional cleanser. So I'm always trying to, you know, I'm always trying to find ways where I can help people incorporate at least some of this into the routine, even though they won't get the full effect. But what I have found is when people are a little nervous and they'll buy one of the, the products, they always end up coming back for the rest of the steps because they've seen a difference even, even in that one step.
0: Yep, exactly. And I think, you know, the cleansing steps can be played around with a little bit, you know, they really can be, but you absolutely can't compromise with steps three and four. There's no compromise right there. I mean, you you have to have three and four together. So
1: and, you know, I say yeah. they're, they're, I really designed these to be very multi-purpose because I don't believe in the top shelfie, like having a million products. So this is very minimalist. So demigod can be used on the body. It can be used on top of bacterium valerium. If some people are a little more uh their skin's a little more dehydrated and they need a little extra moisture, they can add um demigod on top of the serum. Um They can use uh, Duziem, the foaming cleanser, as a mask. So if you leave it on for a few minutes, it has a tiny bit of lactic acid. It's going to give you a really soft exfoliation, but very minimal, nothing that's going to disrupt anything. So these are really meant to be used in a way that's personal.
0: Yeah, I agree. I I think it's the, I mean, for me, I've loved the whole line, you know, for me, it's like, I... I try to stick to procedures. Like I said, I think I'm a huge believer in protocols. That's my scientific training and me speaking. I mean, I really believe And if you're going to try it, you got to do it properly. And I, so I still encourage all of you, you know, if you're going to check out the line, check out the line. But yeah, like Dahlia said, you know, there is wiggle room. And um, if you're a little, you know, you're on the conscious side with the, the finances, that's fine. You know, do just buy the, buy the products that are the most, um, you know, missing in your routine, which is definitely like, three and four i would say
1: <laughs> you know? and I, and I, would, so. I would like to address the prices because they definitely sit in luxury pricing but i would say it's because the science is was very intense to develop and to this day these cultures are really produced in the lab at a hospital and then they're sent to the east coast and they're actually grown by another phd student not student uh, working phd who then scales it up and then I can't even have them ship back on it like a FedEx truck because the ferments have to stay at a certain temperature. So yes. when I was bringing all these back, I actually hired a museum truck because I had a refrigerated, you know, system and brought these back in a climate control situation. So all these steps to ensure the efficacy of the product all contribute to why this goes into the luxury pricing
0: Exactly. And also for anyone who, I mean, knows science or you've ever worked in a lab, you know that um, transporting any kind of cell cultures, whether it's bacterial or live, you know, human cells, stem cells, whatever, you have to have liquid nitrogen most of the time. You have to make sure that they're frozen at a specific temperature. Otherwise, you're going to basically kill them on their on, in route you know what I mean so oh, yeah the
1: cultures yeah. have to be overnighted in in refrigerated like um yeah boxes and then um and then when they're done they have to come back in refrigeration so it's definitely a process but I think it's what makes all the difference and people thought I was crazy they're like oh it'll be fine and then I checked with the doctor and they're like no it's going to denature the proteins yeah
0: Exactly. Protein denaturation is a real thing. And I think, you know, people think anything is crazy till they read the science. I mean, honestly, I can't tell you how many times normal people that have no science background have called me insane. I'm just sitting here like, well, the data's right here. You know, (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. You know, you can call me crazy, but this is the truth. And unfortunately, you know, I I wish we could live in a world where every wishful thinking is, you know, end all be all, but it's not. You gotta stick to the science. And I that's my goal here with Skincare Anarchy is to bring you guys brands that actually, you know, match up with the science. And I couldn't think of a better example. So, you know, Editrix is a hundred percent endorsed by me. I love the brand. I love the vision. The science is on point. Everything's on point. So if you're listening and you really are looking for a new brand and you want it to be science-backed, really efficacious, really something to balance your skin, this is it. Definitely check them out. You know, this is it. And and I don't say that lightly. You know, for me, I grew up with my father as someone I looked up to, and he is a very picky person. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of scientists and Dahlia I know your sister will understand like they're very PhDs are some of the hardest people to get a yes from they'll oh, never okay. say yes they they're always back, you know what I mean yes. they're always on the fence and it drives me insane but that's the nature of their work but right. when they when they see something that's actually worth something and they nod their head even you're just like oh my god oh my god okay yes this is it so that's wow. well, that means a lot be. that means a <laughs> lot <laughs> Yeah, so I really encourage everybody check out the brand. I'm going to tag everything in the episode. But Dahlia, this has been so lovely to Thank chat with you. Exactly. I
1: really appreciate you taking the time out to have a chat with me and, and really learn about the brand. I really appreciate it.
0: Oh, it's my honor. And um, for everyone listening, please definitely leave your comments, suggestions, you know, experience, whatever. And um, hopefully I hear from you. And if you have any questions for the Editrix team, leave them in the comment section. We'll pass them to Dahlia's uh, team and we'll get some answers for you. But thank you so much for tuning in. And I hope you guys really enjoy our episodes. And if you do, I want to just mention take a minute, go on to Apple Podcasts and leave us a written review. That helps us more than I can tell you guys. It is our bread and butter when it comes to getting our name out there. So just please do that for me and I will be back next time.